The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Fourteen twenty in the morning, 14 minutes and 20 seconds, where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. All right, 1420 in the morning for this 19th day of September 2023. Today's show is brought to you by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase at SeatGeek. Remember, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to BellyUpSports.com for all their great articles and other great podcasts, such as the uh, Corner Booth Podcast, Sports Show Podcast, and one of my favorites. She's on tonight, the Craft Brood Sports Podcast. Should be a lot of laughs with those boys. Once again tonight at the uh, Craft Brood Sports Podcast. And thank you very much for being a part of, of our day each and every day or making us part of your day each and every day here from 1420 World Headquarters down the Yankee Tavern North. And uh, yeah, if you're watching on YouTube later on today or uh, any, at any point, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. And if you're listening on the podcast form later on today, thank you very much for doing that as well. We appreciate all the support that we get. Subscribe to it, like and share and all that that stuff and give us a five-star rating. You think it's a two, doesn't much matter. But anyways, uh, Major League Baseball, there's 12. 12 days left in the season. It's coming down to four series left, 11, 12 games, like I said, for every team left in Major League Baseball. Some teams are just playing out the string. Some teams think they have a bit of a chance, some kind of miraculous run left in them to uh, somehow, some way, get themselves into a, a wild card spot. That's my New York Yankees with their 12 games. They got remaining. I don't have much hope of them getting in. You have teams that are in actual wild card races. You got uh, three three spots for two teams in the American League and uh, you got uh, one spot well, two spots for four teams in the in the National League so it's a lot uh, there's a lot on on the uh, on the goal for the next 10 days 10 12 days a lot of stuff's going to happen there's it makes it a uh, must-see TV for baseball fans, for sports fans, to sit down in front of your teams. I don't have enough down here for the action that's going to happen in the next 12 days. It's going to be fantastic drama it, uh, throughout Major League Baseball. There's some matchups that, that are going to um, occur. There are some head-to-head um, games that are going to make uh, games matter even more. Uh, a lot of scoreboard watching and, and the like. The, the best thing about this is that it's uh, it keeps fan bases engaged a lot more. I was, uh, you know, you have, like I said, that many teams still in the hunt. that they got teams jockeying for position where they're going to end up, how they're going to, to finish off the season and the like. So it keeps fan bases engaged right down to the bitter end. It's something that I was against back at, back in 1994 when they first implemented the wild card uh, situation in baseball and re- division realignment and everything else that went on. I don't know how I had any brains back then about what was going on in the baseball world when I was at the ripe old, old age of 20, but I was uh, I guess I was an old man get off my line, uh, lawn baseball traditionalist back then in 1994 anyways, or whatever. I think it was 94, 95. It doesn't much matter what year it was, but it uh, was back then. I didn't like it very much, but you know what? The thing is, if we didn't have that, there would be three of the division races wrapped up completely already, and then you would have – and you'd only have one race going right now because you already have the Dodgers have clinched, the uh, the, the Braves have clinched, and so you would only you'd have those two teams done. Minnesota is going to clinch in the next day or so, so that one that that's the third one that is done. So the only one that you would have remaining now would be the uh, the the Baltimore Orioles, Tampa Bay Rays for the American League East. Yes, some teams have jockey positioned what division they were in back way back in the day, but it used to be only four teams got in. That was it. You had an ALCS, an NLCS, and a World Series, and even before that, there was only 
a, a World Series where the American League and then the National League faced off in for the World Championships. Maybe that's why the Yankees have all those championships. They didn't have to play many games to get to the, the World Series. That's a true story, actually. But anyways, it's it's going to keep it keeps fan bases engaged. It's, it's something that's uh, uh, that whoever came up with the idea of the wild card and everything else, and then not just not having the the one game wild card, but now the expanded playoffs that you have with uh, the best two out of three. Yes, I wish they could find a way to have a one 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 series so you travel a little bit and get that done. But just the time frame isn't isn't possible because if you think last year when Seattle and Toronto played, there was no way to make that cross country trek three times if it would have went three games, but it only went the two. But you know you you get my just to this. It's going to be very interesting to see how it all how it all plays out. You have a, a Dodger team that, that clinched on Saturday night in in uh, Seattle. Great series. That that Dodger team, man, I, I got a lot of respect for that team. Uh, they, they got a couple of guys there w- with the Dodgers. I watched that game quite intently on, on Saturday night. I was bachelor for night. Deanne went to a, a gala, so I was home alone watching uh, watching baseball and everything else. So but you watch that Dodger team, guys like Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman just smiling away. I guess you got three hundred and four or $450 million in the bank. Nothing to, be, nothing to be frowning about when you clinch a division, but they're they seem to be a good bunch of guys and a good, a good group that tends to get along. And I'm, I'm really pulling this year for Clayton Kershaw in the uh, in the National League playoffs to see if he can get that the, a real ring and be a, a factor in the playoffs. He hasn't had a lot of playoff success over the years. He the, the other day he was saying he doesn't know where what his role is going to be. Will he be a starter in the playoffs for the Dodgers and everything else? It's it's really interesting to see how it's all going to play out. He, I like that Dodger team. That's uh, fun to watch, and they've been a lot. That's I'm just going a little bit of a soliloquy here, but about the Dodgers, but. Or in the side, I guess. But I really like that Dodger team. It's tough not to like that team and and see see where they're going to go. But it's uh, the playoffs got going today. To be it's probably going to get going to change twelve times. They would uh, win win here, lose here. You, you look at uh, Seattle and Texas are going to play each other six times in the final twelve games starting next, uh, this weekend, I believe, down in Arlington. I think it is. So that should be a, a fun series to watch and see how that's all going to play out. You have some other series like the, the Toronto Blue Jays. They get going tonight with my New York Yankees. If they take care of business, I think that they'll be okay but uh if the playoffs got going today you'd have uh, like four teams of clinch so far like i've uh, basically have uh have i said the dodgers the braves the orioles and the and, and the tampa bay rays have all clinched playoff spots tampa and uh, baltimore are going to battle it out a little bit they're still two and a half games up baltimore's two and a half games up on tampa and they're they're rolling right now you that baltimore team is fun to watch they're a great baseball team a lot going on for them they got their 94th win last night in houston so that's going to be interesting to see how it goes but if the playoffs started today you would have the texas rangers playing the minnesota twins uh, the Toronto Blue Jays, Tampa Bay uh, Rays playing, and then the National League, you have the Cubs, the Brewers, and then uh, the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks and the Phillies uh, squaring off is how that all would, all would play out. I think that is going to change quite a bit in the in the, in the the foreseeable future. I, I really, really would like to see uh, the the Arizona Diamondbacks not get into the playoffs. I, I'd like to see Joey Votto uh, get into the playoffs and go uh, right off on the sunset. It means only just for two more games to see him get into a, a playoff situation with a long, uh, long uh, suffering Reds fan base would like, like to see uh, Joey Votto get at least a couple games in the playoffs and everything else and then to see Ellie De, De La Cruz uh, get a chance to be on the national stage and to let the whole world see him or more baseball fans see him uh, play a, a couple of playoff games and see where that could go. It would be a lot of fun to see that guy that guy in the playoffs. I still think that Seattle is going to get in. I think they're going to overtake the Texas Rangers in that six games that they have left. I just think that, that Texas has uh, been uh, dancing around disaster for quite some time. When you dance around disaster, eventually disaster comes up and grabs you and pulls you in. And so uh, the quicksand that they've been treading on for a long time, I think is going to grab the Texas Rangers and Seattle's going to get into that playoff spot and uh, end up facing um, 
end up having a, a play, playoff run of the second consecutive year. They haven't done that in a, in a long time. So it's going to be interesting to see how, how that turns out with the with the Rangers and Seattle. I, I really want like to see the uh, Baltimore Orioles win that division. That team is is something else to watch. They're, they have been on fire. You watch that crowd at Camden Yards last Sunday afternoon when they clinched a playoff spot. They haven't clinched a division yet, but they clinched a playoff spot with 94 wins. Remember, they had 110 losses just two years ago. And how that uh, the fan base has uh, got behind them again and uh, jumped on that because nothing uh, nothing draws a crowd like a crowd when people when people start winning and your team starts doing well you want to be a part of it and be a and, and going and get get in the stands and watch that because nothing like watching playoff baseball and when your team's winning it's a, it's a great feeling because when your chance your team's got a chance to win a World Series there's nothing quite like it I haven't had that feeling since about 2017 realistically but it's one of those things uh, and you look at that Baltimore team and they, they got a superstar shortstop in Gunnar Henderson you, you got to wonder what uh, what old Jackson Holiday Matt Holiday ex Major League Baseball player ex New York Yankee he went to Jackson Holiday. He went first overall in last year's draft. What he's thinking about, he better learn how to play second base a little bit because Gunnar Henderson's going to be a superstar in this league, and he's going to be patrolling the uh, the uh, shortstop position for a long time at Camden Yards. So Jackson Holiday, who's ripping it up in the major leagues or in the minor leagues, sorry, they, they figure he's going to be a uh, a guy to contend for a spot in the, in the major league next year. And then, of course, they don't want to pay anybody, so they can pay him the league minimum. He'll be up there in Baltimore, but. He better learn how to play second base and, and learn how to play second base quickly because uh, Gunnar Henderson isn't going anywhere around around Baltimore around Baltimore anytime soon. It's uh, going to be fantastic to see how it all plays out. I, I just wonder what kind of uh, legs the Jays got right now. A week and a half ago, uh, yeah, just a week and a half ago when the Jays got swept uh, against the Texas Rangers at home, everybody was writing the Jays off, but they're right back in it somehow, some way, winning games. Everybody else, like you play the Boston team who isn't very good, and you, you get you, you sweep them and the. Seattle didn't do themselves any favor by getting swept by the Dodgers. And then Texas, like I said, you never know what you're going to get out of them, but you have a situation now where the, uh, the, 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 uh, Basically, the Toronto Blue Jays can can kind of right the ship and right the season a little bit that hasn't gone as, as well as the people in Toronto have uh, had hoped. But they have a, a situation right now where, where they can actually go out and uh, take uh, take some games in the Bronx, go up and beat a, a Yankee team that's not very good, and they're, they're just basically playing out the string. Yeah, they're, they're not technically out of it, but uh, like I said the other day, the, the, the fat lady, she ain't singing, but she sure is humming up a tune right now, warming up the vocal cords. And so you wonder uh, if, the, if the Jays can go out and get, get some pitching, uh, and uh, get some timely hitting in the Bronx, uh, which they probably will. Uh, I think Clark Schmidt goes tonight for the Yankees. You, you just uh, think that the Jays are control their own destiny. I think they're one game up right now on the other two. I think that Houston, yeah, they got Baltimore right now, and Baltimore's going to, uh, I think, win a couple of games in that series. But I think Houston's going to find a way to get themselves to win that American League West, and it's going to be a, a, a two-horse race, basically, with uh, Seattle and Texas for that last wild-card spot. And uh, I think the Jays have kind of set themselves up. They, you'd, you'd think that we talk about Alec Manoa all the time. If they would have had uh, Manoa for at least 10 to 15 quality starts this year, they wouldn't be playing for their playoff lives right now. They'd be the, uh, they'd be going for a, a division title and, and battling a, because uh, you think how bad they've been in, in the American League East. They have a chance to do something, like I said, against the Yankees uh, this week and then next week at, back at home at the old uh, Rogers Center or Sky Dome. I still call it the Sky Dome, but it's going to be a, a great week and a half of baseball, uh, 12 days. It's going to be a great uh, must-see TV for, for baseball fans everywhere. It's going to be must-see TV for uh, just sports fans and how it all plays out. I remember a couple years ago, there was there was uh, five playoff spots open on the, on the last day of the season and uh, legends were made and everything else. And it's uh, fun to watch. And, you know, I had four or five TVs going and when I lived back in Medicine Hat and there was drama. And the way baseball sets it up on that last Sunday of the season where all the games started at the same time, I think like one o'clock. So they all finish around the same time. 
and it and it all works out and how it all that that uh, there's that 15 minutes in there when games are still close there what what year was that in 2012 i think it was when there was the that monday night when a bunch of crap was happening balls going here and balls going there when the yankees ended up losing to tampa and tampa got in and all and the way it all worked out uh should be fun to watch this next 12 days gonna be great to watch there's a lot of fan base involved in it the cubs better get their shit together that's my first swear word we are now uh, 12 minutes into this i finally had a uh a cuss word come out of my yap on a on a Tuesday morning, but the Cubs better straighten things out. They're only, I think they're, they're a game up right now in that wild card spot or tied, but they've only won two out of their last 10 games. And you got to think, geez, they got to, uh, they had kind of a, I thought they had the inside track for that wild card spot, but it's just not really happening. So yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. It's going to be a lot of uh, heartache and a lot of, uh, a lot of people cheering, a lot of people uh, up and down and all around. Um, speaking of cheering, I, I didn't, I wasn't going to get into this, but I thought I would get into it because there was a lot of, uh, there was something that Jim, the fan of the van post on his Twitter account today that a person uh, passed away uh, at a Patriots, uh, a Patriot fan was beaten to death Sunday night um, by a Miami, Miami Dolphins fans. And it seems to be happening a lot throughout uh, football, mainly because football, the testosterone is high and everything else. I'm not saying that there aren't, there aren't fights that happen at baseball games and hockey games because there is, but there just seems to get a lot more attention this time of year. Um, around the football season people get a little bit rambunctious or a lot of bit rambunctious and the way our lives are ruined over a uh, over a football game or a hockey game or a baseball game and you notice every one of those words i ended with was game uh sports is a game it's supposed to be entertainment it's supposed to be fun it's not life or death it really isn't and now it's became life or death not just for the person who lost their life but for the uh, the people who are involved in that on the on all sides not just the the, the victim and the perpetrator but the um the the the, the families in general because now you're you got one family's got to figure out uh, life insurance and getting on without dad and you have the other family a guy might be in jail for the rest of his life or a girl whoever it might be and then there were fights and then the, uh, another thing is is you see a lot of these fights happening you see a lot of this trouble happening and it's uh, probably booze fuel there's no getting around that but it's it's uh, for people to get that ramped up over a football game or a baseball game i don't understand it um to to see people not t- try to help anybody and the first thing they want to do is take their phone out and, and video it and it's it's kind of it's it's completely ridiculous that that happens on a uh, on a daily basis in the national football league which it seems like every stadium it's been happening at all, all uh, football the, the two weeks of football season i sh- i'm not saying everyone but it's a lot it happens a lot there was a another incident with the patriots there was another there was an incident last night in the saints game with carolina and uh, i don't understand it it's a game it's supposed to be fun you go you pay you pay your 100 200 300 bucks drink some beers watch the game cheer loud go home and it should be in that order right and when people's lives get destroyed because of a game, you got to take a long, hard look in the mirror and take a long, hard look at what's going on. You see people smashing their TVs and everything else. Yeah, like I, I get upset when the Yankees lose or or if the Leafs go, they're going to lose again. I'm not going to go and, and and punch somebody because they said something uh, derogatory to me because it's just words and it's just stupid to be to, to get that ramped up over sports. You're supposed to go to a game. Have some fun, have a few laughs at your at the uh, the other team's expense, and, and joke about things, and have a laugh. And if somebody uh, pokes fun at you a little bit, it's probably in in fun. Um, you know, sometimes it, it's better to say nothing at all. But some, but sometimes it's just a lot of fun. It's all delivery, intent, and uh, how you say things to people. And sometimes uh, you got to keep your mouth shut because it's supposed to be fun. You're supposed to go out and have a good time. And sports is supposed to be just entertainment. And uh, and that's all it is. Like you don't see people going to an opera or to a movie getting in a scrap in the third row or out on the balcony while they're watching 
Pavarotti or whatever the fuck, right? So it's uh, it's sad to see that the sports has got that way. And from now on, if you go to a sporting event and you see some people getting a little rambunctious, do 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 yourself a favor and don't get involved too much, but try to interject so so these tragedies don't happen as regularly as they do. Because you see people getting hurt, and like I said, you have a lot of people's lives who are ruined now. That uh, not just the person who passed away, but all their their exterior families and and everything else that happens throughout throughout sport. And it's uh, it's it's sad to see that people just don't want to video it and, and make fun of it and they don't want to do anything about it and it's sad to see that people get that ramped up over a sporting event uh go have fun use seatgeek.com use a promo code 1420 at seatgeek but make sure you're having fun and go out have a good time but as in anything in life moderation is the key and if you're you, you find yourself getting angry just go for a walk away if you find yourself getting too ramped up over a sport maybe quit watching uh fan the the draw the, 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 the of fan is fanatic right so uh sometimes fanatics can be a little bit rambunctious so just make sure if you're going to to a game make sure you enjoy it for the for all the right reasons and uh anyways there's my little rant for the day from from uh 1420 world headquarters enjoy the games guys that's the biggest thing enjoy sports for for what it's supposed to be worth the foul baller if there's a ball that's gone foul he's gone to get it under his watchful gaze all bevs binoculars and ballpark brats are safe he's the only thing that stands between his section and certain destruction that's why he only trusts SeatGeek with his tickets. The ticketing app trusted by fans. SeatGeek, so fans can fan. All right, there it is, our friends at SeatGeek. As always, thank you very much for supporting the 1420 Sports Bar podcast. Uh, we appreciate all the support you guys have given us throughout the uh, the year and a half that you've been been with us. We uh, appreciate it. Like I said, we appreciate all the, the support and uh, keeps us going on this thing. Hey, let's to... Uh, Brent's best bet where the game begins. Uh, Brent's best bet brought to you by BetUS. Use promo code 1420 BetUS at betus.com today. Uh, America's favorite sports book, betus.com. Uh, anyways, if you would have uh, made, made some wagers yesterday, you would have won $134. We went three for three last night. First time we went three for three since we started doing this. Anyways, tonight across the major leagues of baseball, look for Yusai Kikuchi and the Toronto Blue Jays to take care of my New York Yankees tonight in the Bronx to hold on to at least their one game lead in the wild card spot. Then take the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, they'll win their second straight at home versus the really hot and cold Minnesota Twins. I don't like that that, that Twins team at all to do any damage in the playoffs. The, the uh, Reds will keep pace for the second and third wild card spot. And to finish things off, the Baltimore Orioles continue to stay hot, and they will increase their lead in the American League East with a win tonight in Houston. That's Toronto, Cincinnati, and Baltimore. Put down 20 bucks. Win yourself $170.39 today at BetUS, where the game begins. Sign up today and get yourself a 125% bonus by using promo code 1420BETUS today at BETUS.com where the game begins. And as always, uh, if you're going to play, make sure you play responsibly. America's favorite sports book, BETUS.com where the game begins. There it is, BETUS.com. They uh, can contact me last week, get back on board. So it was nice of them to uh, to uh, say hi and get us going there with BETUS.com so people can pad their pockets a little bit, but play responsibly. It's, that's the biggest thing. Three for three last night. Doesn't happen very often. Anyways, here's a word from our friends at BetUS.com. I've been to 56 straight home games. I've tailgated 61 times. I've been to 31 practices. I've collected 17 autographs. I've had 27 beers spilt on me. Make that 28. I've got one sports book. I've got one sports book. I've got one sports book. BetUS.com. 
There it is, BetUS.com. They're back on board. And uh, use that promo code, like I said, 1420BetUS and get that 125% bon- uh, sign-up bonus today. Uh, let's do uh, birthdays and on this day and get everybody the heck out of here for the day. Thank you very much for listening and, and uh, watching today on YouTube. We appreciate everything. Uh, on this day in... 1993 Atlanta Braves pitcher Tom Glavin won his 20th game for the third straight season. The Braves 11-2 victory over the New York Mets. Glavin went six innings in the game, giving up nine hits, striking out four and walking one in front of 49,064 people at Atlanta Fulton County Stadium in Atlanta. Glavin finished the season with 22-6 and record in 36 starts for the Braves, who finished uh, the season with 104 wins to win the National League West. Yet the Braves were in the National League West, if you can believe it. Uh, they lost the Phillies in the, in the uh, NLCS in six games. Glavin would have two more 20-win seasons in his career, both with the Braves, and finish his career with a record of 305 wins, 203 losses in his 22 years in the big leagues. Tom Glavin, obviously one of the all-time greats, part of those great pitching staffs with the Atlanta Braves back in the day. Glavin is uh, one of the best to go on anyways. He's, uh, yeah, a lot, lot he's, that, that team should have won a lot more World Series. They just didn't get around to doing it. They ran into the Yankees and the, the Jays and the Phillies and everything else. But, you know, it's just one of those things. You got to to be the man. You got to beat the man. They never And they never ended up beating the man. So, anyways, and happy birthday to retired NHL goaltender and uh, current host of DiPietro and Rosenberg show on 98.7 ESPN Radio in New York. Uh, DiPietro was born in Winthrop, Massachusetts and was drafted in the first round of the 2000 NHL entry draft. First overall by the New York Islanders where he played parts of 11 season in an injury plague career probably better known for his 15 year 67 million five hundred thousand dollar contract that he still that he signed prior to the start of the 2006-2007 season that he's still getting paid for a cool 1.5 million bucks every year until 2029 not bad for a guy at three with, with 318 career games under his belt and 130 wins in those 318 games good money if you can get it good go if you can get it like i said happy birthday anyways to uh espn radio new york's Rick DiPietro. There you go. So there it is. There's uh, there's the show for today, guys. Thank you very much for uh, for tuning in and listening on podcast form later on. We appreciate everything that you guys do for us. And yeah, that's all I got. Uh, make sure you check out Dave and I's show that we did last night. A lot of last. We talked about the Mike Babcock situation and we uh, did our usual uh, Tuesday, Monday night football overreaction with a couple of uh, fun uh, segments that we have there. F this team and uh, give your give your paycheck back or game game check back, whatever however we named it. But yeah, a lot of fun last night with Dave as always. And that's our show. Uh, We'll talk to you guys uh, tomorrow morning. And remember, it doesn't matter where you are. It's who you're with. Have a good day, folks. We'll talk to you tomorrow. You just listened to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with the sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Let's get into it.